You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, Still Breathing, The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Check that out. I think you guys will love that perfect gift for Christmas or a uh, stocking stuffer, by the way. And if you love this show, please show that you support it by going to Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. And for as little as $5 a month, you can make sure you are not on Dilly Welfare, which means you are watching the show for free day in and day out for years at a time because you don't want to pay five bucks a month. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's okay. Look, some people need welfare. It's not a big deal. Okay. It's not a big deal. The show is meant to be free. It's meant for everybody. And there's no shame in not fucking paying five bucks a month. And so what if you pay your evil cunt fucking Marxist internet and cable company for, you know, ungodly amounts of money every month to watch their shit programming, but you won't pay me $5 a month. It's fine. It's, it's seriously fine. It's not a big deal. I get it. I'm sure it's you probably rationalize it because I don't have the home and garden network. And so therefore you're like, well, I'm sorry, five bucks a month for this show five days a week, really not worth it. I'm going to stick to HGTV. I get it. It's totally fine. Okay, good. And if you love this show, you can download it also for free uh, <laughs> in a podcast format at bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. Uh, the podcast is available courtesy of magical producer Trevor, who does that every single day for us. We love him for it. Uh, and check that out today. All right. Good morning. Hello. Happy Tuesday, the 28th of 2023, November. It's almost the end of the year. I love this time of year. Everybody else loves this time of year for holidays. I love it because it's the end of the year. I just love it because it's like, dude, what a whirlwind this has been. And oh my God, we can see light at the end of the tunnel. That's the exciting part, right? The exciting part is getting the uh, light at the end of the tunnel and knowing we are counting down. We are less than a year away from the election. We're going to save America. So that's, uh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling really good about that. Uh, I'm not really a big holidays guy. Um, I'm not, I'm not against it. I used to be against it, right? Like I kind of had a certain opinion of it and then that went away with my wife, who's a Christmas elf, and also can cook. Ooh, excuse me. It's with the wife and the kids, right? I'm dragging today. I don't know why either. I went to the gym. I slept pretty good last night, I think. I just put some shots of Beard Vet Energy just before the show started, so maybe that'll help. So anyway, um... Yeah, not a big holidays guy because everybody gets really, really fucking uh, complacent during this time of year, and I'm not, so it annoys the shit out of me. Um, So working in real estate used to be annoying as hell this time of year because basically from 
Thanksgiving until the first week of January, ain't nobody doing shit in that world. And I'm glad because in this world, the one that I'm in, it stays pretty productive all the way through the end of the year, right? And I like that. So that feels good. That's feel, that feels good. Um, Big Show, we're going to talk about Nikki Haley, who likes to ride the cock in the backseat of her SUV, allegedly, according to court documents. What a slut. Anyway, she's now getting paid by the cock network. I think I'm saying that right. The cock network. The cock bros are giving her all of the money, every inch of it, to help her second place campaign. And Rob DeSantis is super jelly. I think I'm saying that right, right? Nikki Haley is finally getting the cock network. Yeah. Like anybody is shocked that Nikki Haley is getting the cock money, huh? I mean, really? Come on. Nimrata, ride that dick. You know what I'm saying? That's what I heard. I'm just saying that's what I heard. Okay, anyway. There are court documents stating that she'll mount you like a fucking pony. Oh, yeah, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cock network. That's what she's all about. Anywho, we're going to talk about it because it doesn't matter. She can get all the money in the world. She's still going to fucking lose by 50 points. She's a dog shit candidate. And the establishment GOP is fucking dreaming. You can't stop Trump and we all know it. Bitch is just a money pit that feels like all it is is she's like less embarrassing to donate to than DeSantis. That's all that is. They're like, well, we need to give money still to somehow let people know we're never Trump. But we don't want to give it to Meatball because it's so fucking embarrassing. So we'll talk about that. So basically, DeSantis, uh, because he's a little Meatball... Uh, is no longer getting funded by any of the mega donors he previously had been getting money from. And now Nikki Haley is picking up the slack. And neither one of them are within 50 of Trump. So there you go, right? We're going to talk about that today on the show. Also, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Michelle Obama, Joe Biden, and Jill Biden took a plane down to Georgia. It's not a joke. They're on a plane right now down to Georgia. I know. You were waiting for a punchline. There isn't one. They're on their way here right now. Not to see me, of course, but they are here. So we'll talk about that on the show. We got to talk about some, uh, we got a lot of selection stuff going on. Also, shout out to my incredible, talented meme team, the openers, courtesy of Miguelifornia with the sweet guitar riff with Donnie J. And then the awesome 80s mashup and the singing of Magical Trevor. Trev, that was you singing in your video, yes? Trev, did you sing in the video? Is that you? This is a beautiful young lady's voice. Magical Trevor, were you singing in your new video? I'm sure it was. Did you use an AI? Is that an, is that a, is that an AI singing? Did you sing it to the AI and then say, make me sound like a girl? Like, did you do like a ramble rants where you you sang it and then you were like, and then you told the AI, you were like, okay, now make make me a girl. Is that how that, I don't know a lot about technology. Is that how it works? He's like, oh, take me back to the 80s when things were so good. And then you're like, and then it digitizes it and you sounded all, all girly. Hmm. He says, all the music and singing is completely AI generated. 
I just typed in the lyrics. I mean, I appreciate your candor, but it would have been a lot better for the sake of the show if you were like, yes, Brendan, I sang that off key and then turned it into Barbara Streisand or something. But no, yeah, I just typed it in. God, man, you're supposed to make that more interesting of a story. Do you guys like how Trev's trying to replace Leah? What a jerk, man. Oh, oh, drama. We have drama. Oh, Trev trying to digitally replace Leah memes. So rude. It's all because she has a head cold and she's got a deeper voice right now, even though she still has an incredible deeper voice. Okay, Trev says he's saying it from his butthole. Now you're just trolling me. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about all of these fun things today. And actually, that's pretty amazing that the AI did that. Somebody accused me of using AI to write my tweets. That person's retarded. Can you imagine? Yeah. Leah just unsubscribed. <laughs> How rude. How rude. Oh, man. It's like a whole room full of hogmans now. You can't please everybody, apparently. All right, yeah, so we're talking about that. We're having a lot of fun on today's show, but first, let's take care of our MAGA commerce. <laughs> Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup. A declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. You're damn right make them great again. Beardvet.com. You're not going to find better coffee anywhere. Promise. You're going to look around. You're going to say, you know what? Best value in America. Best coffee in America. Honestly, where else can you go to find a coffee brand that is pro-Trump, pro-America, pro-Dilly Show, has this many different options for flavors, and has customer service of this, lo this uh, level? You can't. I know. I know because I've looked around the marketplace. And I've had them as sponsors. Ain't nobody even close to BeardVet.com. 11 distinct blends of ground or whole bean 
ranging from dark to light roast and straight black to flavored for all coffee palates. Single-sourced beans from Guatemala and Colombia, and their beans are air convection roasted to perfection. And at $12.99 for a 12-ounce bag, it's cheaper than any other high-quality coffee and is guaranteed to taste better, and that price includes gifting to veteran causes. That's right. A portion of everything they make goes to veteran causes. It's a very, very uh, legit way of doing business. I appreciate that about them. Uh, always wake, never woke, start right, stay right. Go to beardvet.com. Get yours today and use promo code Dilly for 10% off. Also, don't forget Beardvet also's got their own apparel. So if you guys head on over there while you're getting your coffee, if you want to rep some of those sweet beard threads, they've also got that over there. So don't don't miss out. There's a whole bunch of fun goodies there. You'll be shocked at what you can find. Beardvet.com, promo code Dilly for 10% off. Our other sponsor of the day, Angel Paste. Thank God. Thank God for Angel Paste. Let me tell you why. Angel Paste is an all-natural, organic, American-made miracle cream. Homemade in Spring, Texas by the brilliant patriot, Barbara Doughty. Formulated, rather, using a proprietary water-free blend of food-grade plant oils. It's very light, absorbs fast, leaves skin soft and smooth with no sticky or greasy residue. I got to tell you also something about Angel Paste. I, you can use this thing on almost anything. Like, not just your face and your skin. Like, okay, my dry, you know, dried out face, whatever. Like, if you get a boo-boo or a burn or something kind of funky, like, like I had a sunburn in the summer, boom, angel paste. I put it on that, instant relief. Immediately relief. I was like, oh, wow, that didn't, doesn't hurt no more. Right? You get a boo-boo, you can kind of just fucking use your angel paste. It really is a miracle cream. I'm so impressed with this stuff. And it's allowed my uh, skin uh, to heal from years of struggle with eczema and other uh, I just have skin issues, right? It's like dry skin and I got allergies and all kinds of stuff. And Angel Paste really cleared up almost all of that stuff. You can use promo code Dilly to get a dollar off each bottle. Um, they don't have the best margins uh, on their product and that's okay. Um, so they can't really give the very steep discount. So what they do is they try to price it appropriately and then they give you an extra buck off. Uh, and that's just a way for them to track where all of their wonderful customers are coming from. Uh, which is obviously here, The Dilly Show. So angelpaste.com, promo code Dilly to let them know where you came from. Check them out today. And don't forget. I thought this was a party.
There you go. There we go. You like that, huh? Dilly Designs. What's up? Thank you to Magical uh, Trevor for the incredible design work. Super excited. I actually got to see the uh, the the Randy Savage ones uh, that arrived yesterday. Those will begin uh, uh, shipping today. They arrived late yesterday. Oh, my God. They're so cool. Um, very nice. I, you guys are going to be blown away, I think, with this product run. From dirt to shirt, American-made. That's right. American-grown cotton. American-printed. American-manufactured. American-shipped. Literally, I've never been able to say that on this show. And it's one of the things I'm most excited about is that we finally are able to say just that. So go to dillyshow.com, click on the merch tab, check out what we got going today. Selling fast, I'm not gonna bullshit you guys. It's selling really quick. I just got an invite to do something. I don't know if this is legitimate or not. I don't know who that is or what's, what's going on here. What is, what is this? I don't think I can make this. I don't know what that is. Business inquiries. Oh, it's American design too, with the help of Trev's Chinese AI. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Trev, is that what you do now? Trev has programmed his uh, AI bot on his computer. Trev sits and he has his microphone. He's like, make me a meme about meatball and include a song from John Bolton or Michael Bolton. Is John, no, John Bolton had the mustache. So Michael Bolton. In the, in the voice of, of John Bolton. That's how he does it. Is that how you do it, Trev? Do you just say stuff? You're like, uh, make Casey DeSantis eating a pear, wearing jorts or something. <laughs> Is that how it works? And then all of a sudden he's like, he's got a meme done. He's like, got another meme done. And we're all like, how does Trevor do memes so fast? Total cheat code over there. Fucking flight of the navigator just getting all kinds of assistance it's cheating that's kind of cheating okay that's kind of cheating how you're doing it <laughs> leah is so upset that she has uh, a head cold you guys i love it because she's mentioned it 50 times it's like did you guys know that i have a head cold i just want you guys to know that <laughs> oh poor leah <laughs> She keeps mentioning it. She's like, hey, how is everybody? I'd be great if I didn't have this darn pesky head cold. Are you laying in bed resting? Did you eat chicken soup? Leah, did you eat your chicken soup? We can't have you down and out, okay? Hmm? <laughs> she just wants us to know. She just wants us to know. I understand. We care. We do care. What do you mean? Eat your chicky soup. I'll say, I'll have Randy send you chicky soup if you don't have any. Yeah, we can't have that. Also, I'd like to point out before we get too heavy into this show. Um, I mentioned that I got a chat full of uh, Hogmans today. And Hogman, now that you're in here, I want you just to know how fucking offended people were that I said that. I've never had so many people respond to me saying, I'm no fucking hog, man. So just do with that what you will, hog. I just want you to know that they, 
that people were fucking absolutely mortified that I would suggest they had a chat rooms full or chats full of hog. They were like unsubscribes all over the place. People were like, fucking not a chance. And I don't want to squeal on one of your fellow memers, but Lauren Eve was like, I'm no fucking dog, man. She even wrote that. She wrote that in the YouTube chat, but you didn't see it because you don't know how to navigate YouTube because you just stay. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he was like, that's what Lauren Eve even said. She's like, I'm no fucking dog, man. And she wrote that over there. <laughs> I just want you to know that. I just want you to know that. Just totally tattletailed. All right, we'll get into this show. Sometimes it's funny because I use this show like we, it's funny because people are so predictable that like I can do these broadcasts day in and day out. And because I deliberately use tactics to stall out like people that shouldn't be watching this show, people that shouldn't be watching it and shouldn't hear in all this super secret inside information of how my brain works, Never hang around to hear what like the next strategy is because they can't get past the first 30 minutes because I'll troll the fuck out of them. Like they're like people are watching this right now who aren't really familiar with me. There's somebody right now. It's like their first time and they're watching and they're like, Jesus, dude, just what is the point of this show? Like the guy, it's 33 minutes in. He's only done his introduction. He's done his sponsor stuff. And then he's trolled his chat and he talked about his own merch, but like he hasn't even started doing a show, right? That's what this new person who's never been here before will say. They'll say, it's a waste of fucking time. And you're right, because I'm trying to make sure you fucking leave, you cunt. That's how it works. People fall the fuck off. They, they've never understood that I run my show the opposite. What you're supposed to do is be like, 90-second intro followed by 45-second uh, fucking ad plug, followed by another like brief overview of what's going to happen, followed by another 45-second ad plug, followed by beginning of the show, and you just jump in, right? So you're like seven and a half minutes and you're like, ooh, here's today hitting news. Do, 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 do. And you give everybody their shit. And I run it the opposite. I'm like, so I'd like to talk about the news, but not quite yet. And I'm just trolling the fuck out of them, hemming and hawing. And they're like, God, what a dumb, annoying show. And I'm like, yep. And then what we do is we talk about the really super important nitty gritty shit in the middle of it because no one ever makes it to that point unless they're committed. You know what I mean? That's why even leftists never, they don't even know what I say on these shows anymore that's offensive because they can't get past the beginning. They're like, oh, it takes too long to figure out if he's going to say something offensive. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's what, that's what we're going to do. I think we're going to not even do the news no more. I think I'm going to make the news just this bit with like, it'll be like a 90 second like rundown like Terry Bradshaw doing the scores at halftime kind of. But what we're going to do is we're going to use AI to recreate Hogman. And it'll be something like this. Hogman here. Because that's what he sounds like. Hogman here. Uh, with the news for you. And then it'll just be Hogman reading the fucking news. Because that's the only reason this son of a bitch shows up. He shows up. He gets my opinions of the news. And then he posts my opinions of the news in the chat for Bongino. So that they have material later. Hogman here. Hogman here for the Dilly Show and news. He's going to be like that. Who's the fucking... He's my Al Roker. Is that what that guy's name is? Is that what he is? Is that what? Is that what it is? Hog, is it Al Roker? Hogman's going to be my Al Roker. 
That's what he's going to be. Hogman here for the news. And then he'll be like, today's news. Uh, and they'll read off a bunch of shit. And they'll be like, this stuff makes me mad. I don't want to talk about it. But I have to because someone's got to do the news. I'm Hogman. That's how he'll do it. <laughs> no, he's... You guys thought Hogman was white? That's awkward. Shit. Not a chance. Not a chance. You guys, you thought he was a white guy? How embarrassing. No. Come on. He's Asian. Anyway. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Told you I was just going to troll the fuck. I always know when new fans are here, so I'm like, I got to shake some of these fuckers out. Because they shouldn't be here. They're like, oh, hey, this guy was in the fucking the, the box with Trump, so I better listen to what he has to say. But I'm like, eh, you probably aren't going to like me. So we, let's just shake you out now. Let's just depart as friends. We're good. Like, we don't need to pretend you're a new fan or nothing, okay? We don't have to fake that shit. All right. Now let's do a little Dilly in the Wild. Dilly in the wild, Dilly in the wild, motherfucker now. Dilly in the wild, Dilly in the wild, motherfucker now. Dilly in the wild, Dilly in the wild, motherfucker now. People put stickers on their cars. Relax your brain and suck my dick and lick my balls. All right. And you know what our very first Dilly in the wild is? Boom. Fucking beard vet coffee. Look at that shit. It's beautiful. If you guys were really ballers, you would buy enough beard vet coffee to fill your bathtub with raw coffee grounds and just fucking swim around in it and use that as your dilly in the wild. That's what you'd really do. You would be like, look at me. Just fucking bathing in that delicious gourmet coffee. Anywho, if you can't, well, you can do the next best thing is just get something like that, right? That's pretty good, too. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. Look at that. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's all the, oh, look at all the deliciousness. Hey, now. Hey, now. Oh, it's Craig. Hey, how you doing, buddy? You going racing? You look, you're doing something dangerous. Please be careful. Wear your helmet. Put your helmet back on, Craig. I appreciate you wearing your Dilly uh, shirt to go out and race. Because that's super cool. Like, not everybody does that. But please be careful. Wear your helmet. Thank you. Ooh, we got a water bottle with uh these are old school dilly stickers too. That's nice. That's nice. I like it. It's a big water bottle. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, Tula, Tula and uh Cheryl from Arcana Naturals, they went to um Trump Chicago yesterday and had lunch. I think that's where they went, right, girls? Let me go check on Rumble. Ladies, hey, girls, uh, they're over here. Tula, is that where you girls went? Did you guys go to Trump Chicago? Is that where he went for lunch? Food's so fucking good. Anytime you're in a Trump building, though, you got to understand something. The only thing you guys screwed up on, you never, ever go to a Trump building and get lunch and forget to order that bacon appetizer. Yeah, do you understand me, though, girls? Now, it's not your fault, because I understand this was Tula's first time. But you, if you go to a Trump Tower, 
You do not eat at the restaurant unless you order the bacon fucking appetizer and it comes hanging on the rack of fucking bacon. You understand me? It must be included with all meals. Yeah, it's like this rack and it has hanging bacon. It's gorgeous and delicious. Nonetheless, your food looks awesome. And the girl has even got this picture inside a Trump Tower of this super cool Christmas tree. Oh, that just feels very holiday-y. Holiday-y? I know, didn't it feel good? Yeah, it's nice. If you guys haven't had the bacon at Trump Tower, you're really missing out. You guys serious right now? Nobody knows what I'm talking about? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's hanging bacon, dude. They're like... They hang the bacon. It's fucking excellent. Okay. And last Dilly in the Wild is this one right here. <laughs> it's actually us in the wild with Trump. Yeah, that was from down below. Shout out to the homie Ed Rathburn, Rathbun, Rathbun. He was at the game. And uh, he took this picture. And he's a fan, so he was all excited. He's like, how do the Dillies get in? Well, what can I say? What can I say? Being sexy has its benefits. Talking about my wife, of course. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, you're just down there like, like, this is how we proved to, man, you wouldn't believe the fucking idiots overall. I feel so bad on True Social. You go over there, you're thinking, okay, this is all, it's Trump's people, right? It's like, oh, it's all, fuck, dude, the Q-tards. They were trying to decode my wife's video. Fuck, I'm in the video. You bitches know I hate you motherfuckers. Like, you got the dumbest fucking shit going. They're over there decoding a goddamn video filmed by me and her, of all people. Two of the biggest assholes ever to the Q fucking movement since 2021. We're like, you guys are retarded. Stop it. Grow up. Fucking nope. Nope. Decoding a Dilly video with Dilly and the motherfucker. Super awkward. Oh, it's so sad. I was like, I was just reading the comments and I'm like, you fucking people are so lost. And it's scary because they're just scamming the fuck out of these boomers, dude. These fucking fixed income boomer ladies just getting absolutely conned like a motherfucker. And I, I can't even help them. I'm like, all right, like you try to help them. That's it. That's all you got. But yeah, they're decoding it. Randy, by the way, is in fact uh, Q today. Yesterday, Leah was Q, which was cute. Now, that one actually is pretty close. Leah was Q the day before. Before that, I think Brandy was Q for a day. I can't remember. We've all had our chance, but um, it's fucking brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Anyway. Yeah, they were like, he, they tried to fucking figure out that he had come out at a certain time mark, and they were doing all kinds of strange shit, but anyway. Sad stuff. All right, let's, oh my God, Hogman, we're going to get into the news for you, buddy, about your favorites. This was a big Hogman news story. He was real excited about this because he had posters of all these women on his his uh, wall growing up. Uh, the Clintons, Michelle Obama, traveling on board Air Force One together with the Bidens to Georgia. Now, listen, there's one thing you do need to understand here. And this is actually pretty cool. Randy thought this was pretty cool. Um, Melania Trump will be at this event today honoring the life of Jimmy Carter's wife, all right? So Melania is going to be in Atlanta today as well. And I thought that was pretty neat. She's going to, it's all of the living 
first ladies and fucking creepy ass Bill and uh and and Joe. So Bill Clinton's going and so is Joe. I don't know why it's for women. I mean, actually, I do know why, but those fucking creepy pricks are going to be there. But it's an event honoring the life of Jimmy Carter's wife for, I believe it's for some like cancer foundation and Melania is going to be in attendance today. So I hope we actually end up with some pics or vids or something of, of uh, our wonderful first lady. And uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think Melania is, uh, you know, she's extraordinary. And I know Randy, I told Rihanna, because she was like, can I go? And I was like, I don't think so. Oh, her name's Rosalind? Yeah, I don't give a shit about Jimmy Carter or his fucking wife. I know it's probably not classy to say that, but I don't fucking care. I don't care what his wife's name was. I don't give a shit about Jimmy. I think he was a shit fucking president. I think he was a creepy motherfucker, and I don't care about his wife. So, um, yeah. Yeah, big big Mike's going also, you know, keeping up appearances. Big Mike's heading down there. I can't wait to hang with you bitches. Who are any of you hoes making cookies this year? I know I am. No, Michelle, we're not. Oh, man, you bitches missing out. You lazy white women. <laughs> That's what I would say. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, Elon Musk was trolling today. Uh, does seem at least a little suspicious. Oh, so here's the meme. Pizzagate is real. No, it isn't. We have experts. They trafficked children, but we have experts. Your expert just went to jail for child porn. Now, this meme is funny because it's true. The expert... Uh, media guy that debunked Pizzagate which was obviously about a pedophile organization uh, pizza parlor in DC run by James Alephantis. Um, you know they debunked this in 2016-2017 but the guy who did the debunking is now going to prison for child porn Can you guys all just appreciate that? The guy who wrote the articles debunking Pizzagate for the mainstream media is on his way to prison for uh, possessing and viewing and purchasing child pornography. So, yeah. That should go well. Anyway, the significance of this meme is not just it's funny and true, but it's that uh, the largest social media account on planet Earth is the one who tweeted it out. Can we just take that in for a moment? Elon Musk, love him or hate him, is still hitting all of the fucking uh, things that they do not want him talking about, right? This one's going to really upset a lot of them. And why not? You, nobody wants their grift uh, exposed and their, their fucking uh, pedophile ties coming out. <clears throat> Pretty funny, though. Speaking of pedophile ties, we also have a news story uh, today coming out announcing that Hunter Biden 
uh, has now offered to testify before Congress in public hearing. Um, what? Uh, I expect to hear one, two, three, four, fifth. I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. So, there you go. There you go. So, yeah, there you go. I I don't expect him to say anything other than I plead the fifth. Yeah, I don't I don't expect much to come from this. Still kind of an interesting story. Here's another interesting story and it's about how one young man came to own uh Deadspin magazine, okay? So what he did was, this young man, he went to a football game and waited for Deadspin to take a picture of him and say that he was wearing blackface, right? The NFL needs to speak out against the Kansas City Chiefs fan in blackface and native headdress. We have a problem, though. He wasn't in blackface. Um, They caught one angle of this poor young man. And it turns out his face was painted uh, team colors. Whoops. So, yeah, that is uh, that is not blackface, bro. Um, that's a kid just doing uh, face paint for an NFL game. And, yes, he's wearing a headdress, but I have a feeling if he's, he is even 1-1,024th Native American, him and his parents are probably going to sue the ever-fucking-shit out of Deadspin. Kids wearing face paint to a football game. This is like, it's about as American as fucking apple pie, okay? And uh, they put him all over their media stuff, and he was dragged across the internet. Looks like he's about 10 years old. And uh, I would say there's a very high probability of litigation from his family um, because this... uh, you better fucking deadspin. You better pray this fucking kid doesn't have any Native American heritage. You better hope to God nowhere in his lineage on either side is a single fucking uh, member of the Slapaho tribe. Because if there is, you are going to owe him so much goddamn money. It's going to be hilarious. This fucking kid's going to be the first the youngest owner of deadspin magazine in history. So... Pretty gosh darn funny if you ask me. Fuck, just defame the shit out of this young man. They don't care, though. These people are absolute creeps. They're creeps, and a lot of them are pedophiles. Love the, you're probably jealous they couldn't get in this kid's pants. I mean, that's what they do around there. Speaking of weird people that like to get in other people's pants, Brandy with a B uh, made a meme of one such character. His name is Bill Mitchell. And I couldn't take a shit for a few days. So he had to tell everybody on Twitter about it. And then he deleted it. But turns out he actually did finally poop. Oh, God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 that a, a, and a actual full adult woman made that meme. 
So when you accuse me and the fellas from the Dilly Meme team of being disgusting chauvinists that just do nothing but toilet humor, that's a girl. A fucking grown-ass woman made that fucking meme. She's an adult woman who goes to church and fucking has good moral fiber, or at least some type of fiber based on her meme selections. And uh, she made that, okay? That was Brandy's meme, okay? No men were included in the making of this meme. So <laughs> I don't want you guys to be... I know what you'll say. I know what the media will say. This is a group of chauvinistic uh, Trump-supporting men. And I'll have to correct them and be like, uh-uh, fucking girl made that. That was not me. It was none of us men did that. That was a girl, okay? Yeah, she's got a vagina. And she 100% made that meme. Uh, anywho, what else do I got here? I got so much news to cover today. Hogman's probably just shitting himself. And, uh, oh, this is a good one. Hey, who wants to be super pissed off before 1 o'clock uh, Eastern time? <laughs> I'm so thankful this clip is short because it's fucking super angry. I, this is going to make you mad as fuck because uh, it's true. And uh, just don't say I didn't warn you. Okay, ready and go. Stuart, we have new numbers, a new report from the U.S. House Committee on Homeland Security Majority. They say the price tag per year is 451 billion dollars. That is both for the housing and care of the asylum seekers as well as those known Godaways. Maybe we heard it wrong. Stuart, we have new numbers, a new report from the U.S. House Committee on Homeland Security Majority. They say the price tag per year is 451 billion dollars. That is both for the housing and care of the asylum seekers as well as those known Godaways. The wall was like less than like five billion. The whole fucking wall. The entire wall. Stuart, we have new numbers, a new report from the U.S. House Committee on Homeland Security Majority. They say the price tag per year is 451 billion dollars. That is both for the housing and care of the asylum seekers as well as those known Godaways. Now listen to me. I'm not saying I'm not going to pay my taxes. I'm just saying I'm trying to figure out how to not pay my taxes. $451 billion per year. That's not 10 years. That's not the entire duration. Annually, they are spending $451 fucking billion a year to house and feed fucking illegal immigrants? Bro. Bro. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me?
Dude, isn't our annual budget on defense spending only $800 billion? Like, like, are you telling me almost 60% of the, like, that's 60% of the defense budget. Our annual defense budget is like $750 billion. You're spending $451 billion to feed and fucking house illegal immigrants and educate and health... I, Bro, I got to fucking play something. I'm going to break something. I don't know what I'm going to do. Holy fuck. Uh, hold on. Come on. Save me before I cancel myself off the fucking internet. I'm about to fucking lose my goddamn shit. Mega Devil Dog. Can we just appreciate how much money 451 billion is? They will downplay that number to you. They will downplay that number. Do you understand how much that is? That And that's going to include the cost of the education services, the cost of medical services, the cost of food services, the cost of housing, the cost of transportation, the cost of fucking feeding them, the cost of clothing them, the cost of fucking... There are Americans watching this show right now that just got evicted from their homes. There are Americans watching me right now who worked for 60 years and paid in to a social security uh, apparatus that doesn't even put them above the poverty line. There are human beings, there are Americans watching this show right now that grinded and killed themselves for 50 years in the job place only to arrive at a retirement that leaves them short on what they need to survive every month. There are more Americans living paycheck to paycheck than, uh, what was it, 60% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck right now. 60% of this country literally doesn't have more than fucking 14 days worth of income to survive on at any given moment and they're spending 451 fucking billion dollars a year on illegal immigrants 
I don't know how I'm gonna recover from this. Who's me? I'm, oh, I know exactly what to do. Listen, we're gonna move off the immigration topic because if we don't, I'm gonna say something that's gonna get me arrested and I don't wanna get arrested. So instead, we're gonna do MAGA commerce. We're gonna come right back to something that makes us all fucking happy and we're gonna pretend we never discussed immigration on today's Dilly Show. That's right, Arcana Naturals is back. Oh my God. Men, women, men and women. Everybody out there, you're gonna be shopping for the holiday season. You want to take care of your family members or maybe you wanna take care of yourself. You don't have to go far. Don't overthink it. Don't miss the opportunity to go to arcananaturals.com and get yourself one of or both bundles. That's right, there's a $29 bundle and a $65 bundle. Let me tell you all about them, okay? You can do the two-piece gift set, which is a duo of rich tallow soap and clarifying Dead Sea salt scrub, which leaves your skin feeling incredibly soft and silky. Or you can step all the way up to the four-piece gift set, which is a full pampering spa routine. In addition to the tallow soap and salt scrub, it also features the dry oil spray, which is a non-sticky fragrance and moisturizer in one, and our famous Mega Shine leave-in hair conditioner. All you gotta do is choose your gift set and then choose your custom fragrance, and they offer three sophisticated scent options. Chef's Blend, which is a fresh odor-eliminating herbal blend. Highland Heather, which is the ultimate elegant floral. And Heavenly, which is a complex blend of floral, fruity, sandalwood, and musk. Elite products at a great value price. Hurry. Limited time offer ends soon. Just go to arcananaturals.com. You do not want to miss out on this. Take advantage of these bundles. Don't make Christmas shopping overcomplicated, okay? Have fun with it, but make it easy on yourself and feel good about it. Go to arcananaturals.com. Grab one of these two or both bundles for your loved ones this holiday season. ArcanaNaturals.com. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get ready to rumble! The best is yet to come.
There you go. Okay, see? See, there you go. We're all nice and zen-like and calm down now. Courtesy of Lauren Eve. Thank God. See, that feel better? You guys feel better? <sighs> Thank you, Lauren. We love you, honey. That was very good. Lauren got a boo-boo, and, um, and she hurt herself like two weeks ago, and she had to go to the doctor's today to take an x-ray to make sure she didn't break something and just confirm that she's old. <laughs> hey, guys, she didn't break enough, and she's just old and recovering slowly. <laughs> I love you, Lauren. It's one of the funniest things I've ever read in my life. Brendan, I'm going to the doctors today to see if I actually broke something and they're doing x-rays or if they're just going to confirm that I'm old. And then she, she messaged me back like an hour later. Okay, nothing's broken. I'm just old. <laughs> I fucking, I about died laughing. <laughs> She's like, nothing's broke. I'm just old. And I was like, awesome. That's really good. Oh, fucking getting old sucks. I know. I know. I was like, I was just laughing. I was like, oh my God, I know this feeling so much. I wake up and I'm like, oh, I broke something every day. I wake up and I can feel, I wake up right now and I can actually feel bench press workouts I did when I was 22. Like I wake up and I'm all, oh my God, why do I have so much arthritis in my shoulders and elbows? And I'm like rolling around and I'm just like, fuck, dude, fuck. Like, it's so weird. I used to just pop up and be like, huh. Now, like with the cold especially, oh God. By the way, cold fucking sucks. This sucks. I don't ever want to live someplace cold ever again. I'm never letting my wife talk me into the mountains again. Randy's like, I like the mountains. She liked it for exactly one year and now we're both ready to move to Miami. I fucking miss Miami. I'm like, dude, I just need, I just need to be in that Southern Florida sun 24-7, I don't give a shit about how busy it is and all the other stupid shit everyone tells me that I already know about and I fucking love it. I fucking learn. I fucking love it. I just want to be down near the fucking beach and I want to wake up at 67 degrees, maybe 71, and I want to sit out uh, like this. I want to sit out in the backyard like this on a fucking lawn chair and start putting together my show, sipping my beard vet coffee, Getting some rays at 7.30, okay? And I don't give a shit if there's a busy street over here and fucking Cuban music playing top fucking volume over here. Don't care. Ah, woosa. That's me. Ah, I love Miami. Ah, yeah, that's it. That's me sitting in my, my chair. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. Fuck the cold. I can't handle the cold. I don't like it. I was born in Alaska, by the way, before you guys start. All of you pussies are going to start talking shit. I was born in Alaska, okay? My family's all from there. I'm cool. I think, I think the cold is a young man's game. Once you're old enough to have had injuries and fucking major shit done to you, the cold sucks because arthritis is real, bro. Yep. Yep, I'm cool. Nope. No thanks. No thanks. Dude, it's 23 degrees where you where you live with squalls. Where the fuck are you at, Matt? Matt, where are you at that it's 23 degrees with squalls? Holy shit. That sounds terrible. That sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah, my family got like some ungodly amount of snow last week. 
My mom was telling me, she was like, oh my God, your uncle told me he got like six feet of snow or some stupid shit in like three days. It was something ab absurd. Did you say central? Central what? The fuck does central mean? Yeah, I checked the weather. I checked the weather in Miami this morning. It was 67. Twenty-two in Chicago. Oh my God! So maybe you won't feel the bullet holes, fucking, uh, as you get shot in that dumpy city. Am I right? Oh my God! Twenty-five degrees in flurries. Twenty-eight and sunny in Southeast Michigan. No thanks. Twenty degrees in Western New York. Yikes. We got a forty-year-old Puerto Rican here who says he hates the heat. All right, well, that's different strokes for different folks, bro. 38 in New Jersey. Yeah, fuck that. Miami was built with cocaine money. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That's the best city in America. You'll never convince me otherwise. Fucking greatest city in America is Miami. You won't find better fashion, better food, better cars, or better people anywhere else in America as far as uh, big cities go. You can save the Miami hate for somebody who hasn't fucking spent enough time there, okay? Just so we're all clear, I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it. Fuck you. I know what I know. I experienced it myself. It's 84 in Phoenix. Yeesh. No, it's not. That's a lie. It ain't fucking 84 in Phoenix today. Is it really that hot? Are you fucking with me? I was surprised. That's, that's pretty warm. 13 degrees in Wisconsin? Shit. You're crazy. Let's see. What else do we got here? Oh, my God. Hogman with the joke. Still pretending he could pull chicks. Bro, sit down. Just stop it. Just stop it. Ugh. We always have to remind this guy he already has outkicked his coverage. Jesus Christ. 30 in Tennessee? No thanks. 36 in Portsmouth, New Hampshire? All right, you guys are all freezing your ass up. 19 in Wisconsin? Nope, no thanks. Seventy degrees here west of Phoenix. Okay, there you go. Thirty-five in northeast Kansas. Yeesh. All right, well, I do have some good news. We're gonna stay away from the border talk conversation because it's gonna make me angry. Boom, fucking pulling data, RNC average. What do you see here, folks? What do you see here? Can anybody tell me what they see here? How about uh, anybody who knows a decimp? Decimps, what's it mean when every poll shows you down by a minimum of 38 and upwards of 58. What do you think it means when the average is 47.9 Trump leading? These fucking gimp, weirdo, never Trumpers. Brandy with a B for you. It's time to stop. No more. Yeah, we're looping it. It's time to stop!
no more. It's time to stop. No more. It's time to stop. No more. Damn right, Randy. You're damn it's right. It's time to Thank stop. You. No more. There ain't no path to victory, you fucking cucks. All of the never Trumpers. All of the decimps, you will never win. You're not going to win. You're not going to win a single fucking state. You are going to spend two, three hundred, four hundred million dollars combined to get second, third, fourth, fifth place in all 50 fucking states. You're not going to even come within 30 in your own goddamn state. Trump's going to kick your fucking ass in South Carolina by 30. He's going to kick your fucking ass in Florida by 40. He's going to kick your fucking ass all across this country. 50 for fucking 50. You're going to have pissed away 400 million motherfucking dollars trying to stop the inevitable just because you're a fucking loser. Do you understand me? You're not going to win one fucking state. And they're going to waste all that money that could have been used fighting Democrats and communism. Instead, you're going to spend it all pretending you have a snowball's chance in hell against Trump. You're not going to win one fucking state, you losers. Not one. Forget winning the nomination. You can't even identify one fucking state that you're polling by single digits in. Not one. God, I hate these motherfuckers. You know who else fucking hates him almost as much as I do? Or maybe even more? Ha <laughs> ha! One of my favorite people, Don Jr. The only job I'd want in the administration, I want to be the guy on the transition team that just vetoes all the establishment cucks. I just want to be the guy to be like, nope, that guy's a POS. No way is he getting in through, you know, uh, uh, under my watch. I want nothing to do with it after that because, you know, I won't get the Hunter Biden treatment in D.C. I just want to be the guy that stops any establishment asshole from getting into this administration so that we could actually be effective <laughs> i love you don don this is one of the greatest mic drops this is one of the greatest mic drops you've ever had on my show I'd bro in the i want to be the guy on the transition team that just vetoes all the establishment cucks i just want to be the guy to be like nope that guy's a POS. No way is he getting in through, you know, uh, uh, under my watch. I want nothing to do with it after that because, you know, I won't get the Hunter Biden treatment in D.C. I just want to be the guy that stops any establishment asshole from getting into this administration so that we could actually be effective. <laughs> I love Don Jr. That's I do. I have not yet had the uh, honor of meeting Don Jr. And I feel like the world's going to explode if we ever get to hang out because you better hope that I it's one thing for me to meet the boss, man. You ever get me in a fucking room where me and Don Jr. start hanging out and chopping it up and yeah, you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a fucking problem. You put me and Don together and holy shit. Uh, I think we could we'd be a race to see who's going to get canceled first. Ah, uh, that's some funny-ass shit, dude. <laughs> All right, Tyler Boyer, here we go. The cock, the cock Network has broken with Club for Growth and officially endorsed Nikki Haley. 
The cock entities have been spending millions to attack Trump in early primary states, and it hasn't really worked. Their hope with this endorsement is this, that DeSantis will get out. Governor DeSantis would be smart to answer this by endorsing Trump and rebuilding for the future. That's right. The cock network is essentially signaling to the simps, get the fuck out of the race. You do not have any backing or money. Team Trump responding. Uh, the Ron DeSantis campaign finally got it right when they bitterly attacked Americans for prosperity, for being a vessel of globalist shills. That's exactly why AFP uh, backed Ron DeSantis in his 2018 and 2022 gubernatorial races. Everything old is new again. Republican primary is split between career politicians who are tools of the billionaire class and the one man who delivers for the American people. Americans for Prosperity has already lit millions of dollars on fire this primary only to watch President Trump's lead grow. No amount of money can break the bond President Trump has with voters. He kept his promises. That is Caroline Levitt, spokeswoman for Make America Great Again, Inc. You're goddamn right. There ain't no way, no how, you're slowing down the Trump train. I don't care how much you fucking spend. You don't have pockets that, that deep. You don't have the ability to stop Trump in 2024. And we all fucking know it. We all know it. And it doesn't matter how many establishment losers you run at him. It's not going to change the fucking fact that Trump is your Republican nominee. So you can keep marching out fake ass televangelist looking motherfuckers like Vander Plaats and fucking Steve Deese and every other cunt. And it's all you're doing is wasting time and money. But now when you come out against me and by extension, the family leader and saying that we're pay for play, we're bought and paid for, and this is how we do business, that's just beyond the pale. play we're bought and paid for and this is how we do business we're bought and paid for and this is how we do business we're bought and paid for and this is how we do business we're bought and paid for and this is how we do business We're bought and paid for, and this is how we do business. We're bought and paid for, and this is how we do business. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. I think America would be well served today, and I think we have Ron DeSantis here. Ron DeSantis with his wife, Casey, and 
their little children, a model family. You know, we have early 19th century French wallpaper, which is beautiful in the state dining room. It's supposed to be what Ponce de Leon saw when he landed in St. Augustine, right? Like there's this whole story behind how it came to be. And you should see the governor sprinting into the state dining room because you have Mamie DeSantis with macaroni and cheese colored crayons because they think it's a giant color by number. We have figured out though on early 19th century French wallpaper that magic erasers do work. <laughs> Ron DeSantis with his wife Casey and their little children, a model family. We've also figured out you can get slime out of oriental rugs. If you move fast enough, just can't let it sit in. We've also, and these are all true stories. I mean, I can go on forever. And these are all true stories. I mean, I can go on forever. They, we've also, uh, they like to throw the slime because my daughter Madison loves slime. I don't know if your grandkids are into the slime. I don't know if your grandkids are into the slime. Ron DeSantis with his wife, Casey, and their little children, a model family. They throw it up on the roof into the ceiling and it leaves marks. So every room, if you ever come for a visit, just look and you'll find, find into the ceiling and it leaves marks. So every room, if you ever come for a visit, every room, if you ever come for a visit. Ron DeSantis with his wife, Casey, and their little children, a model family. Just look and you'll find, find different slime literally on the rooftop. So. Uh, lots of stories about fun and trying to replace Florida's, or not replace, Florida's irreplaceable history and trying not to get a bill after the term, too. Alright, <clears throat> I don't want to sound like an asshole, so I gotta be careful how I phrase this. Okay? I had to think about how I'm going to say this. Casey DeSantis is a dumb bitch. That's pretty much it. First of all, no one fucking cares about what you just said. So treating voters like therapy is a terrible fucking thing. But not only do they not care, they nobody should ever know what you just said publicly. Okay? Like, you're a dumb bitch. Like, I, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, I don't give a fuck who you're married to. And, and you know, a lot of people tried to blame DeSantis's like, surrogates and campaign for how it's been run. But it's obvious as shit. Ron and Casey are micromanaging the fuck out of it. Casey's a dumb bitch. I don't think Ron's much smarter. And the end result is what you see. These people are stupid as fuck. Like, to go out and admit that. Like, you can say, oh my god, it's exhausting being a mom. I'm chasing them around constantly because they're just so full of energy and life. And, it's you know, it's amazing. And just leave it at that. And then move the fuck on. Because voters don't care about how you and Ron fucking watch your kids eat glue. And Ron probably tried it a couple times. And they're ruining all of the fucking 17th century wallpaper, you retarded bitch. Like, she, she's literally gloating or fucking coping with the fact that your children are destroying irreplaceable, priceless pieces of fucking furniture and art that is owned by the voters of Florida. It's not owned by you. You don't own that stuff. That's not your fucking house. Like, can we just wrap around what this dumb fucking bitch just said 
and how she's talked about this repeatedly. And even that other goofy bitch, Kim Reynolds, looked like she wanted to fucking fall off of the uh, stage. Kim's sitting there like, shut the fuck up, you idiot. Yeah, oh, totally. What? Don't fucking ask me to jump in and... You know what I'm talking about, right? No, I don't. I, I would never do what you're talking about. You're an idiot. And why does Casey act like a 24-year-old single mom that doesn't know how to operate? You know this stupid bitch is in her 40s? How can a woman in her 40s be this shit of a parent? She literally behaves like someone who's 21, just had a fucking baby or two, and is like, oh, it's just all coming at me so fast. How does she act like someone that's never dealt with children and is like 22 and just, I'm just trying to make ends. You're in your 40s. You have a fucking nanny. You're a, you're a mid-40s mom with a fucking nanny who is the, married to the governor. How do you fuck this up? This is the easiest job in America. I don't give a shit who you are. Moms across America will agree with me. There's not an easier fucking job than being a mother, stay-at-home mother, while being married to the fucking governor of any state. You literally have people there to help you every step of the way with all the hardest parts of momming. Cooking, fucking cleaning, driving the motherfuckers all over the fucking neighborhood. You literally are there. All you have to do is you're there for I love yous, good mornings, bedtime stories, and maybe some shit in the middle where someone else is still doing the dirty work. How do you fuck this up? She's the dumbest bitch in America. And when I remind you that this broad is pretending to be a young mom, dude, she's in her fucking 40s. She's in her 40s. Do you know how shitty of a mother you have to be to repeat that garbage and be in your 40s? Literally fucking up the simplest job in America. Struggling with the easiest job in America. You're a, you're a fucking stay-at-home mom for a politician. And you still fucked it up. Absolutely incredible. You, Casey, you have fucking earned every letter of this one. You're a cunt. Can't. I can't. I, I don't even care. Like, to hell with anybody telling you that you can't say that about her. Why? I'm a normal American. I'm a regular person just like you and me, like all of you. I have four kids. And during the hardest part of our entire lives, when I was a struggling entrepreneur and my wife was unemployed and we were like trying to launch a second business. And dude, we've been through the meat grinder of business and entrepreneurship together. And never do we have that kind of an experience with our kids. Fuck. Oh. 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 We got this headline, though. Don't worry. I'm going to turn it around for you. There you go. Just in, major donors are coming back to Trump 
after failing to find alternative. That's right, there was none. There's nobody running that's better, better than Donnie J. Trump. He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT for, the, for a reason, okay? He's the GOAT. Mega donors, I'm embarrassed it took you this long to figure out that the GOAT is still the GOAT and you ain't no replacing him. You don't got another one in your fucking cupboard. And I'm telling you right now, that's the GOAT, all right? Greatest of all time. GOAT. And now the big money's coming back to fucking Big Daddy Trump. DJT is running, running shit. Why are they coming back? Because it doesn't matter what poll you look at. Every poll showing the same thing. Him kicking the fuck out of second place. This is a morning consult poll done uh, from the 24th to the 26th where they talked to 3,944 voters. Fucking 50-point lead for DJT. 50-fucking-point lead for DJ motherfucking T. We got to get a president up there who's going to lead, who's going to fight for people, who's going to win these big fights, um, is going to put this country in a better direction. You got to be willing to upset the apple cart if you're going to get that done. Upset the apple cart. Upset the apple cart. Upset the apple cart. Upset the apple cart. When you upset the apple cart. Thought my wagon fell apart because I had my heart set on you. Upset the apple cart if you upset the apple cart if you. But I've already got a plan to fix my wagon up again. I look around and upset find the apple cart if you. Why should I upset the apple cart if you? I, Ron DeSantis, do now solemnly that swear that I will support, protect, and defend the Constitution and government go of the United States and of the state of Florida. You upset my apple cart. Someday yours might get turned over too. And I won't be waiting around for you. Thank you, Miguel, for you. Um, wasn't the reason he not, he doesn't eat any food before debates for the same thing? He didn't want to upset the apple cart, which was code for, I don't want to shit my pants in front of America. Am I wrong? Do I remember? Am I misremembering this from like three weeks ago? Isn't that what he said? He said, I don't eat before a debate because you don't want to upset the apple cart. Isn't that what he said? He didn't want to shit his pants. Remember, he was like, he was like, I don't want to, I don't eat before debates because I don't want to upset the apple cart. And then he was like, but afterward, I fucking get down. I don't even, we go absolutely ham. Remember he said that? Yeah, he, he said, so what, what is this guy with his stupid little sayings? He's like, I, <laughs> the look of fear on his face too. He's like, before debate? Pff, are you kidding me? Do you know what would happen? If you literally, between the nerves and the bubble guts and the Ozempic, you give me any food, I'll shit right there in front of the country. I will shit down my leg. I will shit. It won't be a solid. It will just run down my leg in front of everybody. That's what he wanted to say. He wanted to tell you because he looked at her. That's what the look of his face was. He was all, before? 
before the debate. Really? Do you know who you're talking to? I'm a legendary destroyer of bathrooms. Legendary. I'm fucking, I, I don't even know what to tell you. I'm like the Carl Lewis of destroying bathrooms, okay? Chris Christie is jealous of what I can do in a bathroom. Before debate? You think I'm gonna eat before? Fuck. Fucking slob. Trump's dominating. The big donors are coming back. All the polls are showing the same thing. He is absolutely destroying everybody. Left, right, center, don't matter. It don't matter who it is, Trump's dominating. throwback and a half right there you either know what that is or you don't and if you know what that is you appreciate it oh this is fun who wants to see how uh alex soros son of legendary nazi george soros is doing where are murder rates actually higher not in progressive cities right oh my god he's so funny he's so funny uh-oh uh-oh oh no no you didn't get fact checked did you Oh no, Alex, no. The five cities with the highest murder rates and the mayors are St. Louis, Tishara Jones, Democrat, Baltimore, Brandon Scott, Democrat, New Orleans, Latoya Contrell, Democrat, Michigan, Mike Dugan, Democrat, Cleveland, Ohio, Justin Bibb, Democrat. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Oh man. That's 
Oh, come on. That's painful. Oh, you were so close, little Soros. You were so close. You almost had it, you fucking idiot. God, people were so close. Also, uh, CNN uh, having a rough one as well. Looking back over a little bit of time. This is a tough one, man. It's a, This is hard. You're trying to sell a global warming. Uh, global warming is killing. The Great Barrier Reef study says April 18th, 2018. It's awesome. Great. Good news. Hey, we got to talk about that. This is important. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Parts of the Great Barrier Reef record highest amount of coral in 36 years. August 4th, 2022. Oh, shit. See, now that sucks. Like, that sucks because you think you're good, right? You go, we're... There's global warming happening, America. And then and then you have to four years later, you're like, oh my God, the Great Barrier is doing a wonderful. Whoopsie. 36 year high of fucking coral. What are you gonna do? That's not it. CNN, you got when you're a liar for a living, you get caught sometimes. That's a tough one. Okay, everybody. The United Nations has an important message for the American public. This is extremely critical that you take this seriously. I'm serious about this. Uh, look at that. It's breaking news. It's it's that important that you all follow the new guidelines by the UN. And that is this. Uh, it, United Nations is set to call on Americans to reduce meat consumption. Well, sorry, ladies. Looks like you're going to be uh, just down to uh, one tube steak a day. Huh? Maybe? No? They want you to eat bugs. Or soy. Or fucking bug soy. Yeah, give up meat. Fucking kidding me. And there's no chance. What a bunch of stupid fucks. Imagine trying to order 200 million or more armed citizens to like give up meat. Like you guys know we have the guns, right? Like does the United Nations, is no one at, at our uh, political leadership telling the UN that we have guns? We're like, why, why? We have guns and we have animals and we have fish. We're, we're not gonna give up any meat and you can't even take it from us. Like you, you actually can't stop us from eating the meat. This is fucking stupid. All right. <clears throat> By a show of hands, who wants to have an extremely controversial conversation? You already know. If if I if I preface and say we're about to have a controversial conversation, you pretty much can take it to the bank. It's going to be about age demographics, right? You pretty much know it's coming. <clears throat> Right? You already know. You're going to get mad at me. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. The statistics are on my side, so you can shut the fuck up. Ready? You guys ready? Be prepared to be embarrassed, though. I'm warning you. You're going to go, fuck. You guys ready? Gen Z support for same-sex marriage dropped. From 2021 to 2023, Gen Zers 
a generation that previously supported same-sex marriage with 80% supporting it have dropped by 11% down to 69%. They are the only generation that saw a drop. Everyone else, including the fucking boomers, went up. Millennials went up by one. Gen X's went up by one. Boomers, of course, leading everybody, going up by two. That is a kick in the balls. Now, this is probably not going to make or break any election because nobody's, this is not on the ballot. No one's really talking about it. But it is a sign of which generation is figuring it out faster than everybody else. And I am a millennial, or I guess I'm on the cusp. I'm like a Gen X millennial, depending on which graph you're looking at. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Lies, shut up, just because you can't deal the truth. Shut up. No one's going to fucking listen to you cry on my dick because boomers continue to support this shit and Gen fucking Z figured it out. So shut up. I don't want to hear anybody. Shut up. The bottom line is what I have always told you is still true. Gen Z is predicted to be the most conservative generation since World War II. Take it to the fucking bank. I don't want to hear you cry about it. I've been telling you for sec- uh, six and a half fucking years that Gen Z will go down as the most conservative generation since World War fucking two. Take it to the bank. The rest of you can shut the fuck up. You all belong to shit generations and we all know it. And I don't really want to hear you cry about it. Okay. You should be very happy about this. Because I'm telling you, they're figuring it out. The young people are figuring out, we don't want to be indoctrinated in our schools. We don't want liberal bullshit pushed down our fucking throats. We don't want this. People, you guys always say, let's attack the data. Who said that? Where did this come from? Who surprised us? Right? Yeah, I'm sure you'll rationalize this by telling me that whatever organization did this chart had a bias to try and show that Gen Z was somehow disgusting bigots, right? Right? I just love giving young people credit and then watching a bunch of fucking geriatrics melt down about the fact that I'm giving young people credit. That's why I troll you guys. I don't give a fuck. It's not even about you as an individual because you still are using a collectivist mentality. You think I'm proud of millennials? Fuck no, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Fuck them. Fuck millennials. Fuck Gen X too. Boomer's the worst. We all know it. We don't care. All I'm saying, I'm not even a Gen Z. I'm raising Gen Z kids. They're fucking awesome. I just like trolling you motherfuckers watch you all cry on my dick about it. <laughs> You fucking do me, you know, hard work, man. You fucking, you walk through a snow in the rain. You fucking cold three miles. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Your fucking Olympic hero literally chopped his dick off and got titties, okay? That's what happened to your Olympic hero, so you save it for me. I don't want to fucking hear a word. Uh, well, we, uh, I never really was a big Bruce Jenner fan. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't want to hear it. Just fucking accept the fact 
that your grandchildren, for the most part, are infinitely better than you. And it's okay. Just take that one square on the chin. I'm proud of it. I'm fucking proud of the young kids. You need to be nice to those little motherfuckers. They're smarter than you are. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Celebrate the young people, okay? Celebrate those fucking 18 to 24-year-olds that are going to overwhelmingly turn out and vote Trump. And it ain't going to be some shit you did. You didn't do that. They fucking did that. Because your generation was too busy fucking hijacking your country and turning it into a globalist shithole, okay? So just fucking, I don't want to hear it, okay? Those fucking kids are going to save this country. You just deal with it. Just, you, it's fine. It doesn't mean that you're not a good person. You might have been doing your part the whole time. It's not an attack on you. Look, see? Look, at they're getting triggered. Yeah, they're smarter than you. Yeah, they're actually smarter than you. Yes. They figured this out. They figured something out that most of you took decades to figure out. They figured it out already. They're ahead of you. I'm just going to keep fucking needling you motherfuckers until you stop crying about it. Oh, dude, you guys want to hear Leah sing the new hook? Here you go. It's because she's sick, so she has a deeper voice. I used to like you, but you cuss too much. You're not a good Christian. You're not exactly like us. I am subscribed. Daily's rolling, because daily's trolling. I used to like you, but you cuss too much. You're not a good Christian. You're not exactly like us. I didn't even check Rumble. Let's see how Rumble's handling the trolling. Everyone else, I, I'm going to tell you right now, so far it's a tie between DLive and YouTube having the biggest meltdown over me trolling. Let's see how Rumble's doing. Let's see how Rumble's doing. Hold on. See? We're scrolling up. Let's just go scroll up and see how much they were crying. All right, I'm going to be honest with you. Rumble so far seems pretty calm. Compared to the D live and YouTube chats. I remember Dilly, your mom's a boomer. I don't give a fuck. My mom hates her peers too. Don't worry. My mom knows. You can save that argument. Good luck with that shit. So we got one. Let's see who else is in here crying. I'm scrolling up just to see you guys fucking weeping. See yeah, we're a great generation. People in here debating about marriage. I wasn't even the point of the story wasn't even marriage. I don't care. There you go. Yeah, okay. So so you guys were still triggered over here. Yeah, they were still triggered over here. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Rumble was still crying over here too. You guys aren't better. You're still fucking whining over here. You always, everybody always wants to rationalize why their generation doesn't suck fucking ass, but they do. Collectively, this whole country has been a joke basically since the greatest generation. There, you guys feel better? Because I know boomers don't want to get singled out. Because I know it's got to be all about you. So here's what I'm telling you, boomers, so you, don't, you can stop fucking crying to me. 
There was the greatest generation that raised the fucking, uh, probably the most entitled cunts on planet Earth, who then uh, started having babies that they forgot about because they were too busy partying and doing cocaine. And then those fucking kids went out and they were doing their shit. They had some fucking kids. All right? So don't be mad. Don't be mad at me. Okay? It's not my fucking fault. All right? You did this. We can all agree the greatest generation is known as the greatest generation for a reason. And then Gen Z is the next great generation. But boomers were dog shit. Gen X was dog shit. They're just slightly less dog shit. And then millennials were dog shit. Okay? There you go. I don't know what to tell you. There's only two good generations walking around. And actually, the greatest generation is almost gone. God bless them. People don't like this. They hate this shit. Because you guys were, a lot of you were conditioned to like, I think you like it's like a pride thing. You're like collectivist sometimes. And you haven't figured out that it's like, it's kind of weak. Yeah, Gen X kids did raise themselves. That's why so many of them didn't know if they were men or women. So what you have to understand, though, is collectivism is terrible uh, in any form. And that's why the thing you also have to understand, and this is one of the reasons I troll you guys. If you've been watching this show since the beginning, it's now an hour and 50 minutes in. You aren't uh, really. You're already outside of the norms of any generation. Does that make sense? So it's silly to get offended by some shit that you already exist outside of. Someone's asking me why I don't ever mention the the uh, silent generation. What about them? They're fucking quiet. I don't care. I what do you want me to say? Uh, you you want me to reference the generation that everybody forgot existed? The bottom line is that you're already outside of your own generation, so don't be offended by it. Don't defend these cunts. You understand? Don't defend these cunts. I'm trying to help you guys understand something. If you're watching The Dilly Show in 2023 and you've been watching it for an hour and 51 minutes today, you already exist outside of whatever generation you're a part of. So it's silly for you to get offended. This is why I troll you on it. That's why, like, I have 75-year-old Dilly Show supporters that have the mindset and the, uh, I would say, the playfulness of, like, 25-year-old Gen Zers. You already exist outside of your normal. So you shouldn't be getting offended, which is why I've been doing this for years. None of you, none of you fit into the box that your generation created, which is why you shouldn't defend those people. Like, most millennials are weak as fuck. Fuck, weak as absolute fuck. And just like you know, most boomers, most of the people you grew up with who are in positions of power are some of the most entitled fucking soulless dickheads to have ever walked this planet. That doesn't mean you're that. You know this though. You understand? Like, you, if you were one of them, you wouldn't be able to sit through the show. So why are you getting offended about it? Jared actually made a good point on YouTube. Jared, I'm going to read your comment. Boomers created latchkey kids 
and the smart latchkey kids are making sure their kids don't have that experience break the cycle of neglect. It's a very that's a very nice point. But I like to troll you guys about this topic because I'm always curious to see who's dumb enough to still self-identify and, and basically say, no, I'm still a part of that crew. Like, why would you do that? Don't do that. Don't do that. You're outside of all the norms. I'm, I'm not even saying this. It doesn't even mean that I'm a smart guy. I'm just telling you, I've been doing this a long time. You know, I've been a published author now for over a decade been doing the show for five and a half years. I'm telling you right now, if you can sit through this show and you enjoy it, you ain't fucking normal. Like you don't already belong to any particularly normal demographic. So you shouldn't even want to like you shouldn't even really want to like defend whatever generation you belong to. You shouldn't want to defend it. Like, cause I know if I started listing off, like for all the boomers watching this right now, if I started listing off the top 100 most powerful uh, people in your generation, their names, the most powerful and influential, you'd be horrified. You'd be so embarrassed that you're the same age as them, right? You guys know that. Like you instinctively know you're like, Oh, you just be doing this thing like fuck. Cause you don't want to be, you don't want to be lumped in with those people. You know that Who the fuck wants to admit they were born like three days apart from Hillary Clinton. You're like shit, right? Just saying, just saying, I just like to troll you guys though. You gotta, you gotta let go of that shit. Get over it. <clears throat> Get over it. The only thing I'm proud of collectively that I've ever uh, been a part of, and I will say this, I mean this, I'm serious, okay? I've never been a proud Republican. Who the fuck would, okay? And I've never been a, a proud millennial. The only collectivist movement that I've ever actually been proud of is being a MAGA patriot because I've been around it enough. So like, I've been around enough people who belong to collective organizations and I've seen their behavior and been mortified by it. MAGA is the only group of people I have consistently spent time with that I'm like, holy shit, these are really good people. It's the only group of people I've went, like if I go to a, a MAGA rally, I know nobody's gonna be belligerent. I know I'm gonna get nothing but like friendliness. Just how are you, big hugs, prayers, chants, patriotism, laughing, playing. It's the only actual group of people I've ever spent time with. And I've spent time with, you know how it is. You spend time with sports fans, 49er fans, Sacramento Kings fans growing up. I've spent time around the San Francisco Giants fans. I've spent time around Christians. I've spent time around uh, Mormons. A lot of my friends were Mormon growing up. I've spent time around uh, illegal immigrants. Tons of my friends were illegals when I was growing up. I've spent times around, I mean, you name it. None of those groups can be like blanket. I'm proud to be a part of this group, except for MAGA people. It's the only one where I'm like, I've been around MAGA people. I'm like, these are the best people you've ever been around. The, the way you get treated. And I think that's one of the significant, 
One of the things that was significant, I think, for a lot of American MAGA patriots, for me and Rihanna to be hanging out with President Trump in his box for a little while in uh, at the football game, it's not even like, oh, you're important. I think what most people who watch my show or who are aware of who I am and have observed me for years, and these are all, a lot, almost all of them are going to be Trump supporters, I think what takes you by surprise and you're and you're completely like whoa like refreshed is that's a normal american right like you say whatever you want about me whether you like me or don't like me but we all know i didn't come from a political family with any kind of political contacts or political background right i'm not a lawyer i'm not even a college graduate i i fucking took one class for college uh just to learn some construction shit so i'm not some ivy league guy I'm not a mega donor, right? So I think a lot of people look and they go, look at how a normal American who chooses to participate in uh, the American civic you know, process, look the way President Trump and his team treat a regular guy. And I think that's why, why so many people were like, damn, like, like that's why I think it's an even bigger I think it's a bigger deal than just, okay, big deal, you guys, the meme team was represented. I think it's more like they they are all about regular Americans, right? Like, I think that's one, I think that's the message is like, if you're a regular American who works day and night to help President Trump, his team wants to try to acknowledge you and say thank you. Right? Yeah, I'm normal. What do you mean I'm not normal? <laughs> what do you mean I'm not normal? I'm fucking normal. I'm pretty normal. Look at me. I'm wearing a hat and a shirt. I'm pretty fucking normal. Maybe not, but still, you get the point. <sighs> I'm just saying by their standard, okay? By the, the establishment standard. <coughs> I'm saying I'm not like a traditional Republican with all of the, nor like the ways that you would normally gain access. I didn't come in through the front door, right? I didn't come through the back door. I came through like a side window. So I think that's what I was trying to drive home. Anywho, <clears throat> all right, I don't have this video because I didn't want to play it today. I did it on purpose because if I played this, you would be like, what the fuck am I watching? And I'm not saying this. I'm going to actually make a statement right now. It's not partisan. Okay. So Robert De Niro says his speech blasting Trump was cut at the Gotham Awards, right? Now, I got to explain something here. <clears throat> I actually don't think the speech was cut because it was about Trump, okay? I really don't. 
and I'm not saying this to be funny or mean, although it should be both of those. All right. This speech, I listened to it, okay? I listened to it. Phantom Shadow tracked it down. He gave the video. I mean, maybe I should, do you guys want to see it? Before, (coughs) if I choose to play it, here's what I'm going to tell you. They didn't cut his speech for political reasons. They cut the speech because it was one of the worst incoherent, rambling, doddering old man speeches I've ever seen. I'm I'm serious. It I like I think the way it's like the way this is framed is that they were like we don't want Trump being attacked, okay? But I'm telling you right now, it was so fucking bad from a guy that's supposed to be uh you know, an orator and a you know, he's a thespian, he's a fucking actor. It was one of the wor- most god awful readings of a speech I've ever seen. It's fucking hysterically bad. You guys want to see it? It's fucking, it's completely incomprehensible because of how poorly he did on this speech. Maybe I will play it. Where the fuck is that speech at? I'll go grab it. Hold on. If you guys want to see it, I'll play it for you. It's, it's fucking cringy as fuck. One of the worst speeches. I, I only have a minute 30 of it. And I think it's from an audience member's perspective. It's fucking terrible. I just want you guys to see it because most people are going to say he got it cut for politics. So I only have 90 seconds of this thing. It didn't get cut for politics, you guys. This is It got cut because this geriatric old man could barely deliver a speech. And it was hysterically bad. All right, here. I'll give it to you guys. Why not? Fuck it. You guys want to you want to hear the speech? I'll let you hear the speech. Watch this shit. This is so fucking bad. This is not uh edited in any way. This is completely raw footage from somebody at the event. Here you go. History anymore. Truth is not truth. Even facts are being replaced by alternative facts. And driven by conspiracy theories and ugly ugliness. In Florida, young students are taught that slaves develop skills which could be applied for their personal benefit. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I swear we're going to get back into it. Hold on. So first, he gets one clap. Did he just say that students in Florida are taught that slaves are taught skills for their own personal benefit? I'm not trying to be an asshole or or that can be applied to their own life. Uh, slave or not, if you learn how to, like, for example, farm, that is a skill that you could take for you the rest of your life, right? And if you learn anything around the house, I'm like, am I missing something? I'm not saying that they did that. That wasn't the intent. Like, oh, we're trying to give you an education, but isn't, if you're a slave, isn't a byproduct of being forced to do something day in and day out to perfection. 
teaching you how to do something perfectly? Or am I missing something? Anyway. History anymore. Truth is not truth. Even facts Listen to the are clap. being replaced by alternative facts and driven by conspiracy ah. theories and ugly, ugliness. In Florida, young students are taught that slaves develop skills which could be applied for their personal benefit. The entertainment industry isn't immune to this festering disease. The Duke John Wayne famously said of Native Americans, I don't feel we did wrong in taking this great country away from them. There were great numbers of people who needed new land, and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. Lying has become just another tool in the charlatan's arsenal. The former president lied to us more than 30,000 times during his four... Thank you. Years in office. And he's keeping up the pace in his current campaign of retribution. But with all his lies, he can't hide his soul. He attacks the weak, destroys the gifts of nature, and shows disrespect, for example, by using Pocahontas as a slur. Filmmakers, on the other hand, strive. This is where I came in, and I saw that they edited all that. <laughs> Bro makes no sense. It, it is a, look, politics are not, it's a flat out shitty speech. It's just an old man lamenting from the fucking podium. And it's, and it's not even done well, it's done poorly. Do you understand? Like, it's just, that's, I don't even think it was removed because of the political angle. Because let's be honest, all of these douchebags in media hate Trump, okay? They're all frauds. They're all fucking fakes. They're all scum. So nobody took it out because they're like, oh no, this will be hurt our ratings. Like, they took it out because he sounded like a dumb shit old guy that couldn't give a speech. Do you want to know a trick? Do you guys want to know a trick? I'm going to teach you a trick. This will be important for you guys because I think some of you, there's something that has happened that has made it incredibly difficult for Americans to enjoy American culture. Do you want me to help you? All right, I'm going to teach you some shit right now. Because I can see a lot of people have a hard time with what I'm about to explain. Okay. So, during the last decade or so, especially conservatives, I'm not going to speak to liberals because hopefully there aren't any watching the show anymore. Okay. <clears throat> How 
How do you enjoy Robert De Niro is your question, right? You say, because what are we going to say? We're not going to pretend he wasn't a great actor at one point. We're not going to pretend that Casino wasn't awesome or that Goodfellas wasn't awesome or that he wasn't absolutely incredible in The Godfather 2. We're not going to pretend that he was. Oh, by the way, it was me that took care of the troll on uh, YouTube. You can quit thanking Trev. I did that. You're welcome, YouTube. I did that. Anyway, Robert De Niro is a, or was, not anymore, he's really old, was a great actor. You understand me? Okay. There are several NFL football players that are exquisite at their sport. Fun to watch. Travis Kelsey. He's a great tight end. He's not a good tight end. He's a great tight end. Right? And uh, and he pushes the COVID vax and, and a bunch of other shit. Who knows? I'm using him as an example. Guns N' Roses was a great rock band with a lead singer who is an unhinged, deranged, never Trump fucking weirdo drug addict. So I'm going to teach you something about famous people. None of the people I just named were made famous, were made interesting, or were made legendary because of their political opinions. None of them. None of them were made famous for their political opinions. This is an ink pen. Someone made this for me. It's a custom-made ink pen. I always use this to sign my business checks. I love this ink pen. Custom. When I use this ink pen as an ink pen, it's one of my favorite ink pens. If I choose to use my ink pen as a hammer, I am terribly disappointed in the results. It doesn't fucking work. It's shitty even. It's completely inadequate for the job. Furthermore, I'm weird as fuck if I try to use an obvious ink pen as a hammer. Robert De Niro is the man from Goodfellas. He's the guy from Godfather 2, Raging Bull, and a whole bunch of other awesome movies. And that's what he'll always be to me. Because I never, ever watched one of his movies because I cared about how he voted. Many of you are prepared to throw out the baby with the bathwater. Always. And you end up shrinking the colorful aspects of your life. You will attack me because I watch football. I don't care. You're an idiot. I didn't watch it when they took a knee. I abstained. They stopped taking a knee. They stopped having players do that shit. They started honoring the flag and veterans. 
I watch the game because I enjoy it. But a lot of people, you guys really have a hard time. And this is one of the aspects in the rigidity, I believe, of the Republican Party that made you guys sort of unlikable. You didn't really leave any room for people to color outside the lines, generally speaking. I'll tell you something that uh, will piss you off. If we go back to that subject about the gay marriage thing, I respect that all of you have an opinion on it. Do you want to know what my opinion is? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I literally don't give a fuck. If two consenting adults want to be responsible and monogamous together, I don't give a fuck what whether you decide to get the government involved. I don't give a shit. I'm never gonna give a shit. I will never come on this show stumping for or against that topic because I don't give a fuck. My official political position on gay marriage is I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care you can read me your excerpts from the Bible till you're blue in the fucking face and politically, I'm never gonna give a fuck. Do you understand me? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I wish the government wasn't involved in my marriage to my wife. I don't give a fuck. I don't fucking give a fuck, okay? But this stuff right here, this whole attitude around, oh, this guy thinks this way so I can no longer enjoy his music or his movies or I can't do that. That's not the same. I think a lot of people forget. And here's what you guys conflate. You conflate dirty piece of shit, globalist um, corporations that produce objects, right? Like stuff. You conflate the manufacturing of fucking political or uh, uh, globalist shit, okay? You conflate that with art and it makes you dumb. Do you understand me? If you're conflating manufacturing corporations and the cancellation approach to them with canceling art and people who we all know, we all fucking know Musicians, artists, actors for all of human history are overwhelmingly fucking liberal. But if you're using the same measurement standard for canceling them as you're canceling people that manufacture in fucking Mexico, you're stupid as fuck. Do you want a world without art? I don't give a shit about the politics of the artist. I don't fucking care. And none of you should either. None of you should care. You shouldn't fucking care whether or not someone who composes a symphony that makes you feel something connected to God and beautiful, you shouldn't give a fuck who that person's voting for, either direction. Because I'm gonna tell you something, it doesn't actually affect them. 
it affects you. All you're doing, it's like, it's like taking all the colors of the rainbow and you're removing all of them but two because the other ones don't look like the ones that you like. And you're missing it. Like you're missing the whole f fun aspect of being a human being and having the ability to create. There's, there's things outside of politics. Art is one of those things that's outside of politics. You're missing all of the colorful parts. You're missing, I'm not saying you should platform their political ideas. Do you understand? I'm not saying, oh, uh, go defend De Niro or any of these other people. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you want to sit down in your house and enjoy a fucking Goodfellas movie, you shouldn't be ashamed that you still love that movie. It doesn't matter. Like nobody gives a shit about, like a lot of what your opinions are of the people is so derivative too. Don't you feel cliche? Like we all know that De Niro's an old fucking Marxist cunt and probably a pedophile. But like do, every conversation you have to include that? Don't you feel derivative and fucking basic as shit? I'm trying to teach a larger point, which is I think some of you, you're run, you've run out of things to cancel because you've realized that most artists and most of the colorful personalities in any century are overwhelmingly liberal. I'm saying if you want to cancel a corporation, that makes sense. A corporation manufacturing an item and marketing it to, uh, you know, going against your values is not the same as canceling somebody 40 years after they did their best work. You understand? Like, like if you really wanted to give the middle finger to these people, and if you don't believe me, go watch the Eminem interviews. It's funny as hell when they find out that the people that were buying and supporting their career are now MAGA. They fucking hate it. It's, it's actually funnier when you tell Robert De Niro, I'm so sad about your political positions, but I still love your movies, even though I, I absolutely love Trump. Dude, he will try to fight you in the streets. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you have to take the culture back from them. Like, nothing hurts more than being reminded, hey, man, your, your additions to the culture were super effective until you got weird and your art form changed because you became a deranged political person. Do you understand? You literally take it back from them. You're like, oh, dude, I loved you in the 80s. Your movies were so fun and like kind of like lighthearted. It's so sad what you became. Still a fan of your old work, though. Dude, there's not a bigger triggering moment for an actor who's a never Trump person when you tell them I love Donald Trump and I like your older movies your new stuff sucks though my whole point is I'm trying to get you guys to be able to have a little bit of colorful experience and art left in your life though what are you gonna do you guys are gonna just listen to nothing but can you imagine you have to like you have to fucking 
qualify everything you take in in your whole life and all has to be centered around the same politics as you? Fuck. That sounds exhausting and not very fun. When you talk about an echo chamber, I mean, that's just, I think that's really not, it's just not, it doesn't sound fun. To hell with politics. It sounds awful. I think that you, you should enjoy things that are good. I, I've always said this, like, I'm a I'm a fucking capitalist in, in almost every way, dude. People ask me why do I buy from Amazon? Because they have better customer service than everybody else. I don't know what to tell you. Everybody else, if I want to return something, it's a hassle. With them, they I say I don't like this. I don't even have to give a reason. I, just, I didn't like it. It showed up. I looked at it. I said I don't want that. That's, they're like, okay. It's the greatest fucking return policy in the history of return policies, and they're friendly about it. Okay, we'll take it back. Thanks. Same thing, that's how I treat music and movies. If it's good, it's good. And if you have different opposing political views than the great movie I watched over here, well, then you should make a great movie too. But if you can't, well, then I can appreciate this good art form over here. Look, I got another one in my chat, another smart guy. You wanna really have this debate? Their money goes to lib politicians who fuck you over and our country. And there's a bunch of us, including me, who wouldn't even be here sitting in front of you if Amazon didn't give them a platform to sell books by publishing and printing mine. Now what, smartass? Your move. Go ahead. It's your move. Go ahead and let that one simmer for a moment. You only know who I am because Amazon published my book and printed it on demand so that I could circulate my beliefs. Go ahead and fucking rectify that one. Come back, go ahead, I, go ahead. Go ahead, smart ass. If you're gonna stay in the chat, you're gonna have the debate. I always use this. There'll always be one that gets to be the fucking content. So you wouldn't even know who the fuck I was had the company you're complaining about not published and printed my book. I'm awaiting your counterpoint. Okay, you're an idiot. Okay, I'll let my mom know you're a fucking idiot too, okay? There you go. Like, hey mom, quit referring fucking idiots over to me. I don't know who this fucking idiot was, but don't send them over here. I'll let her know after the show. Like, hey, some fucking guy I've never met meandered into my show, he was a fucking idiot. Just be careful out there, there's a lot of fucking idiots. My mom will promote me to anybody, though. She's a mom, you know what I mean? She don't vet nobody. She's just like, hey, here, you fucking idiot. My son's awesome. Listen to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, all right. <laughs> Your mom referred me. Of course she did. God love you, mother. Fuck, I got to tell her don't do me any more favors. Like, mom, stop doing me favors. Uh, they're like, I never read your book. Your mom said I should watch your show. <sighs> it's just like, all right, never mind. Fuck. 
That's bad. You know what's funny? The, the sad part is my mom's referrals are people she like usually knows in real life. So I feel bad because I just like ruined a lunch for her next week or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll it'll be like some lunch that I just ruined. I didn't mean to. She'll be like, "Oh, you got my lunch canceled now because of you." I'm like, oh, what the "Fuck." She said, "My mom tells me the only blowback she gets is because of me." I feel bad sometimes. I go, "How come you don't want to get out there and be famous anymore and give speeches?" She goes, "Cause I don't want to deal with all the hate I get because the people who don't like you." So she told me. She goes, I don't want to deal with the public. They're psychotic. I was like, because my mom's an amazing speaker, right? Like, she's an incredible motivational speaker. And she's a an incredible business speaker. Like, if you have my mom come to, like, a sales training, she's amazing. But my mom's like, I don't want to deal with the blowback. There's too many fucking psychos. And she goes, the only hate I get is they're all like, your son's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, like ah, sorry about that. <laughs> what do you want me to say? So I just probably ruined a fucking lunch thing. It'll probably be, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, well. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, I know. My mom's amazing, right? Yeah, she's amazing. But uh, she won't, she doesn't want, she's like, it's your turn to go be famous. I don't want to do it. There's too much blowback from being related to you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, uh, can I say? It ain't easy trying to save a whole country, ma. Oh yeah, they say they say all kinds of mean stuff to my mom because of me. How could you raise him like this? You must be ashamed. You're so disgusting. Now it's 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 both. She gets both sides of that though, right? Because sometimes she gets the opposite, which is, oh my God, that's your son. How amazing! You did a great job. So it just depends. You know what I mean? It just depends. But my my mom is a sweetheart, so it's like. I think you have to be pretty, you have to be pretty deep in your like derangement to be mean to my mom. You know, she's funny as hell. So I don't know. Anyway, the whole point I'm trying to make oh, with this rant though, you guys is like, and like, actually, you know what? A good one is like, like, uh, I just like to give you guys things to think about. Like, oh, I got a lot of military in here, right? Where are my military guys? I know beard vet. You're in here. Where are you at Beardo? Is Beardo in here? I think Beardo's in here. Listen to me. Any of the military people in here? In the military, you guys don't even give a fuck on the battlefield what someone's politics are, right? Like, on the battlefield, and when you're, you're in that group, and you're like, we're all relying on one another for survival, there is no... It doesn't even occur. All of that shit goes out the window. Like politics and, and political divisiveness is the hallmark of a totally content, apathetic civil society. Like it's quite literally peak first world problems. You understand what I'm saying? Like, can you think of a more trivial fucking argument and sign of a totally first world nation than trying to cancel great actors because of something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when you're in the shit, nobody is black, nobody is white, nobody is fucking uh, Harvard graduate, nobody is a liberal, and nobody is a conservative. Right? There's this guy that does this fucking thing, there's that guy that does this fucking thing, and together, we do these fucking things. And if one of us fails at one of those fucking things, we all die. 
So it never even occurs to anybody to discuss those fucking issues. It's like, it don't matter. Because you all know <laughs> that argument and debate is for civil society that's cush and content and fucking lazy and weak. In this world, we don't have room for that kind of a conversation. In this world, winning means surviving and losing means all of us are fucking dead. And therefore, there's not a conversation to be had about this other shit. So just kind of remember that, like, because you're going to throw out and, and condemn a lot of people that are actually redeemable. There's going to be a lot of people, you'll throw them out. And then when they try to come back around because they've shifted, you'll be like, ah, I can't watch your art, or your movies anymore. I can't watch it. And I just think you need to be mindful of it. Just saying. One of the biggest mind fucks, and, and since we went a little long on this rant, one of the biggest mind fucks I'm going to give you, and it's always going to haunt you. Okay? It'll haunt you because you're going to, it's one of the most perfect God messages we've always learned, right? That God likes to use unlikely people to do incredible things. Never forget, Roe v. Wade doesn't get overturned without Mitch McConnell rubber stamping three Supreme Court justices that Donald Trump vetted and liked and then the most unlikely champion for two out of those three was Lindsey fucking Graham. It'll never, you will never be able to resolve that one mentally because every, one thing, unless you want to be a Democrat and pretend that you can rewrite your history, but I was there. Lindsey Graham fought harder than anybody for Kavanaugh to become a Supreme Court justice. And had he not become one, we wouldn't have fucking been able to save millions of babies' lives. Just let that one bake your fucking noodle for the rest of the day. Just let it bake your noodle. Even the most fucked up shitty politicians, all it takes is them getting one thing exactly right and fucking A, we all have to say thank you for it. You just gotta give up. Fuck. You got you fucked up the economy and you fucked this up and you fucked this up. But my God, man, for one day, for one week, for one fucking moment in your life, you got this fucking right. That's what I was the point I was trying to make on the politician stuff. It's like sometimes your greatest gift is gonna come from your most unlikely source. And that's just, that's okay. That's, that's the colorful nature of God. Like that's the colorful nature of being a human being. No, see, even you're trying to play it. Like you're being, a, don't, don't be a fucking pussy. Okay. Someone says, oh, fine. He didn't fuck that one thing up. No, no, shut up. Okay. He didn't not fuck it up. Lindsey Graham, damn near single-handedly with Donald Trump, obviously backing him up, dragged Brett Kavanaugh across the fucking finish line. 
So shut up. Don't don't try to like do the liberal mental gymnastic where you're like, I guess he did okay. You're an idiot. He was it was Donald Trump and then Lindsey Graham fighting fucking tooth and nail in the Senate for Kavanaugh to get put in. What do you want to say to that? Don't try to play it down. Don't be a fucking douchebag. It's you're going to live your whole life and never save as many lives as that vote did. Do you understand like can we resolve this inside of you that somebody you dislike and you disagree with with one good decision impacted millions of lives, something you'll never do? You don't even have the humility to acknowledge that? Really? You guys can't like kind of, you can't step back from your little fucking tribal fucking stabby stab sessions for a few minutes to just go, fuck, that's kind of an interesting point. No? Really? You're going to you're going to sit and down downplay the effects of that choice? They for for 2 weeks he was vilified. For 2 weeks he was vilified. I'm yelling at you cuz you're in my fucking chat and you're still commenting, smartass. If you don't want to get yelled at, you could just shut the fuck up. It's not hard. It's not I'm trying to make a larger point and you're dumbing down that point with your commentary. And that's what we do around here. So, fuck. You want to become content? The easiest way not to be content is don't fucking comment. This isn't rocket science, genius. Well, why are you talking to me? Well, why the fuck are you posting? I look to my left. Your fucking name is on my screen. The fuck? And you're making stupid points. Fuck. It's simple. Like, whose wife is this? Come, Someone come collect this woman. I'm not your husband. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Let me help you. Like, I'll help you. I'll remind you. You're in, you're in the general public, even though you're sitting in your house. I'm not your husband. I don't have to listen to you fucking type stupid shit to me. I will respond and be like, you're a fucking idiot. Shut up. It's not that complicated. I'm not your husband. Honey, you got to put on your fucking polite company hat. Like, oh, shit. I'm talking to a guy. He's sitting on a stage. I'm in the fucking crowd. I'm making comments. One of my comments is fucking dumb. He's responding to me. How do I get out of this situation? You just go like this. See how easy it was? Look, you stopped typing. Like I was, I'm not even making fun of you anymore. I don't even know what your fucking name was. See how easy it was? Not complicated. That's a dude? That's a fucking dude? Are you serious? That's a fucking dude? Oh, bro. You type like a girl. Sorry. Didn't know that. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't care who that is. Like, just shut up. <laughs> I fucking thought it was a chick, dude. Dudes usually don't write that way. No way that's a dude. I think that's a chick. Trev, you're wrong. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't care. It, honestly, it's not even personal. I'm just... I'm trying to get you to like let go. That the reason I'm even coming down on you. I'll, all right, I'll throw you a fucking. I'll throw you like this will be the closest that I come to you, to where like I'm gonna I'm gonna meet you halfway. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna meet you halfway because I'm just being mean to you for a second. Okay. He said it's complicated. Listen to me. Okay. I'm gonna come your way halfway. I'm roasting you 
Because I'm trying to get you to put away your anger to accept the point. And that's why I lit you up. And so the more you're like, but I fucking hate X. I fucking hate X. I, what, the more you, buy, you are doing the anger thing, the more I'm going to roast you. I'm trying to get you to come back to reality, which is this isn't normal behavior. Trying to get you for a moment to think beyond a very linear one, step one, step two, step three. I'm trying to get you to accept that two things can be true at the same time. And that's what's a mind fuck. And that's, that's the beauty of, 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 of humanity and of God. Lindsey Graham can do incredible evil day in and day out with his decision-making and his destructive policies and still have saved millions of babies' lives when he didn't do it wrong one time. Both of those can be true at the exact same time. Just like, now we're coming full circle, Robert De Niro can be one of the most unhinged, bizarre, terrible, bad political fucking anti-Trump people in the world and still have made some of the most iconic and enjoyable films in American history. They can both be true and it's okay. It's, it's all okay. And this is what I'm trying to get you to accept. I'm trying to get you to understand that God uses extremely unlikely humans to do really remarkable and incredible things. And it's not a defense of their politics. It's just an acknowledgement of the brilliance. You understand? Because like, in the end, that's, that's all that's really going to be left. Like, when you're dead and I'm fucking dead, all of the politics is going to die with us. And the only thing that ever gets to really last through generations and, and, and centuries is the arts. It's the arts. It's what, what did you create? It's the incredible engineering of buildings and the paintings and hopefully some of the music and the writings. And that's what survives. The politics all dies. And so I'm trying to get you to not throw out all of your American art for the sake of a short-term temporary pol political thing. All right, I'm done. I've taught what I can teach today. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilley, and I'll see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilley Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them. We're raising them. And we're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. 
We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican rhino sellout scumbag globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.